You're listening to Girls Gone Wild. This is Joy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and this is Claire. <laughs> what just happened? Because a second ago, uh, and this is episode 92, but anyway, a second Wait, ago, Joy. Are we was really like, going? Are we yeah, going? we should keep going. Okay. Joy was like, you're, you're breathing so loud. And so, like, when you started, I was like trying to hold my breath so that the episode didn't start with me being like, <sighs> Like my heavy breathing. We should just call this the allergy episode because oh we both have like allergy noses and allergy breathing. Yeah. And so good times with allergy that. Allergy wheezing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Welcome to episode 92. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a great start. Oh my gosh. Hi, you guys. Hope you had a good week. Um, we sure did not mean to start the episode <laughs> with sneezing and coughing, but that's our life right now. Oh my gosh. So my allergies started like three days ago, yeah. so bad. And Claire and I were talking earlier in the kitchen about how um, Claire accidentally bought a box of those like menthol the mix tissues, tissues and the Vicks she Vicks. made the mistake of wiping her makeup. Oh my gosh, I was trying to it. take my mascara off. Wait, you were wearing makeup? I wear mascara sometimes now. That's right. And uh, yeah, I was trying to take my mascara off with it and I was like, why does it hurt so bad? <laughs> And I was like, why does my face smell like menthol? Uh, but my like, face smells like peppermint. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is absolutely sorry. It's a total shit show. <laughs> I love when she's like, when he's like, your face smells like peppermint. She's like, who she is that look? <laughs> we just made her face smell like a foot. This is ass, you guys. <laughs> We have to start saying that way more. <laughs> oh. oh my god! So, so then Claire and I were talking about the tissues and how I don't know if you guys have tried the like lotion tissues, but they suck. Like you can't blow your nose into them. It like all the snot just flies onto your chest. <laughs> yeah, they don't absorb. They don't absorb anything, and they're too slippery. So like yeah. nothing goes into the tissue. I feel like anytime I try to blow my freaking nose with one of those lotion tissues, it just like slides out of the tissue onto my chest. So. That's a little PSA for you guys. Don't buy them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so inefficient. Oh, how was your week? Get a Vicks rub. How was um, your week been? It was great. <clears throat> I went on the river. Yeah. How was that? It was really fun. Uh, it was like a bunch of, it was just all women. And I only knew two of them going into it and there were 11 of us. So wow. there were eight people I didn't know. And uh, it was really fun. I mean, there were a couple people who I had like sort of met in passing once or twice, but for the most part, I didn't really know anyone. And, um... Like, half of them were, like, pretty aggro lesbians, mm-hmm. which, like, in the boating community, especially in Moab, like, it's, Moab just has a lot of bush women, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But it was just funny because they were all very, like, dominant personalities. Mm-hmm. And so, like, a very, like, a lot of very alpha personalities. So, getting, like, ten alphas, alpha females together on a river trip, there was a little bit of, like... How did you guys manage that? It was, to- like, for the most part, I was playing because there, there was, like, a designated trip leader, like, the girl who would organize the whole trip. Yeah. So, just, like, the final decision kind of came down to her, but there was, like, mostly when it came to timing, just people, like, wanted to do things on their own timeline, and I was like, when you have a group of 11 people, you can't really do that. Mm-hmm. So. That's like, really hard, yeah, traveling like, in a group. Well, we had one gal who was, like, particularly slow, and just, like, not even that she moved slow, it was just that, like, she wasn't really paying attention so at one point we were like trying to get off the beach, like trying to leave camp because the wind was starting to come up. And like the earlier you can start rowing, the better because it gets just gets windier as the day goes on. Yeah. 
And we were like, all right, we're getting ready to go. Like, are you about ready? And she was like, yeah, I'm just going to smoke a bowl and put my dry top on. And like five minutes later, someone else, someone else looks over her and is like, Susan, get dressed. We were like, all right, well, the hammer has been laid down. So, but it was, other than that, like that was sort of like the peak of, and just like that, you know, that's as bad as it got. It really wasn't bad. And it was nice. Like there wasn't a ton of drinking, which I appreciate because I just don't really like drinking that much on the river because I'm already dehydrated. Yeah. Typically speaking, like no matter how much I drink when I'm in the sun like that and it's windy. Right. Like I just feel so dehydrated anyway. Yeah. And. Um, Especially with the allergies. I feel like I can't get enough Oh my enough gosh. Yes. Water. And since it was windy, it was like falling yes. in my face and sand. Yeah. And uh, so I was, I, I mean, like there definitely was some drinking, but I was, I appreciated that there wasn't a lot. Yeah. And we made another pineapple upside down cake in a Dutch smoking. oven. There was a lot of pot smoking, but whatever. <laughs> and uh, we made a pineapple upside down cake in a Dutch oven again. Just like Brandon's birthday. Just like Brandon's birthday. It was really good. And we stayed at the same campsite. It was the same exact river trip. Same oh, okay. exact river. Yeah. It was really fun. I had a good time. Anytime that you like have the chance to be outside for a couple days and like be like, I really think there's something powerful about not going inside. And you, like, don't have mirrors. You don't have your cell phone. Like, you're just kind of, like, in charge of your own time. Yeah. And it's really nice. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate any time I get to do that. Mm -hmm. But I will say that. Have you ever been on, like, a – have you ever been backpacking? Mm -mm. Have you ever, like, been on a really long camping trip? When I was little, but not as an adult. If you are an outdoors person, you'll you'll appreciate this. But, so, like, when you go on a multi-day trip – I mean, you slept in the sleeping bag as an adult, right? Yeah. So you know how, like, kind of no matter how quickly you fall asleep or how well you're going to sleep, you wake up kind of a lot just because, like, yes. you can't really, you don't have, your movement is right. inhibited. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, like, if you're out for, like, a week, you get kind of used to that after, like, three or four nights. But if you're only out for two nights, it's like no matter how quickly you fall asleep or how late you sleep in, like, you wake up a lot. Mm-hmm. So I was really so It's tired. like restless sleep. Yeah. yeah. And right. you're, like, kind of. and like, really we didn't, satisfying. We didn't sleep in a tent because it was really windy and it's sort of, like. In the desert, with desert wind, it's sort of like six of one, half a dozen of the other, because it's like either you're going to be getting hit by sand, or you're going to be listening to your tent flap all night. Yeah. So we picked the sand, which was fine, except like you get blasted with the sand, it would wake you up, kind of half wake you up, just enough to kind of like go down in your sleeping bag. Yeah. Problem solved. Except then 20 minutes later when you wake up, because you're just sweating, because you're down oh, in your sleeping bag. So. Yes. I was going to say, I'm like, is that any better? Because you're just like bundled up. Yeah, and typically, like, in this time of year, it's usually, like, I mean, it got down into the 40s at night, but still, like, it was a a pretty warm wind. Yeah. And it was a full moon, Mm -hmm. so it was, like, almost daylight. So pretty. Yeah, it was crazy, though. It's crazy. Like, when you're out, when you're in the wilderness, you kind of, like, you really forget in the city, like, how much moonlight makes a difference. So, yeah, when I go to my parents' house, because they live in the Santa Cristo Mountains, and whenever we got there, I just... I look up at the sky and I'm like, there's a million stars. Yeah, that like, part of the, I so love that part of the pretty. state where your parents yeah. live. Yeah. You live in Ridgeway? Westcliff. Westcliff. Yeah. You yeah. guys should come with me sometime. It's totally really should. great. You guys would love it. Yeah. You we guys could just camp. Hike. You guys can just camp in their backyard. Deal. We could take you on a hike. It still blows my mind the last summer you were like, my goal is to go on a hike. And then you didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, what was the last time you went on a hike? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't, like, to me. No, actually, I take that back. Probably two years ago at my parents' house because they have so many trailheads in so their backyard. To, like, you know how, like, like to me, that would be, like... I don't even know what to compare it to. Like, going on a run. Like, yeah, For okay. you, it's so just, like... Yeah. I have some extra time I'm going to go for a run. Right. Like, it's so part of your life. Like, that's what hiking is for me. Mm-hmm. And so it just boggles my mind. Mm-hmm. 
that you like you just yeah. never do that yeah i guess i never go for runs yeah but I do. I just got a new pair of Newton shoes that I wanted to try. Oh, yeah. Did you like, like them? Because the then people online were like, hey, they play in our fresh Oh, my shirts. gosh. They're the worst. But other people were like, I live by Newton's. Well, they're in Boulder, my, aren't they? Yeah, they're a Boulder company, and they're nationwide, or actually worldwide now. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Allergies. Yeah, sorry. I'm trying um, yeah, to control sorry. my head. We're just going to go head. ahead and just make that disclaimer right now that yeah. if you're annoyed by coughing and snot. Skip the episode. Just don't and, listen. And labored heavy breathing. Yeah. Because <laughs> like I can't breathe. Um. But yeah, they're a Boulder company, and Scott tried a pair, of course, because he tries everything. And they have like a platform on the forefront, so you're supposed to, it's supposed to encourage like, encourage ooh, thunder. Whoa, first thunderstorm. This yeah. is kind of exciting. I think I remember last year the thunderstorm. Yeah, on our last summer, podcast uh-huh. featuring we had one day, thunderstorm. Yeah, we were like one day I was like, should we close that window? Yeah. Um, Anyway, so I tried them out because they have like a platform or just like extra padding on the forefront. So you land, it's supposed to be like a V-brum. Yeah. You know how they like, the barefoot movement was going sure. crazy for a while. And then has stopped, which totally stopped. is so weird. Because, so did you know that V-brum was part of like a class action lawsuit? No. Yeah. What happened? Because they said that like, they claimed to offer all these health benefits for forefoot running and they just don't. And so, like, for some people, it was really helpful, but, like, it didn't, you know, they, they claimed all of these things that it would, like, help you do all these, you know, like, cure all these ailments, and they just straight up didn't. Like, there was no... I totally ran in them. Well, right, but, like, mm-hmm. there was no, like, actual scientific... I think there was, like, some, like, a, a small amount of anecdotal evidence. Yeah. But, like, overall, there was not really that much evidence except for, like, a few sort of barefoot running books yeah. that were kind of just, like, written yeah. by like running Like, the Born gurus. to Run book was crazy. Exactly, but that's what I mean is, like... Apart from that, like there, apart from that and other, like a tiny handful of other books like that, there wasn't a ton of evidence. So anyway, there was a class action lawsuit against Vibram. Wow. Because for like uh, false advertising. That's crazy. That's mm-hmm. really crazy. So yeah, so Newtons were. I liked them. Um, oh, the person who commented about getting plantar fasciitis. Yeah. I think they probably had the wrong fit because I could totally see how you could get that ailment. Like any if- issue though. If, yeah. if it, like, is the wrong fit or it, like, overcorrects or something or undercorrects yeah. or something or, like, just doesn't match the way your foot moves, mm-hmm. it'll give you a problem. Yeah, because the guy at the shoe store was... What shoe store did you go to? Uh, Boulder Running Company. And he was just, like, he made me run in them and he's like, it's, this is where it's supposed to land. That padding, that extra yeah. padding in the forefront is supposed to land here on the pad of your foot. If it's not, if it's too forward or too back, you need to make sure that we get a different size. So I could definitely see if you were too forward or back on that padding that you would totally get screwed. Oh my god, my hair is driving me crazy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, all sorts of things. This, this I know. But I I had a good run in them, and I'll try them out again. I haven't really been running a lot. I really just do like a long run on the weekends. Yeah. Anymore, but I started coaching. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. That was so much fun. So how so, many how many classes did you coach? Just two. Okay. Um, and it was really fun. I was nervous, but then. What helped was Haven kind of, I shadowed Haven a little bit, so it wasn't, like, just me. Yeah. But he had me run warm up. Kind of, like, co-coach. Totally. Yeah. Which was super helpful. So, um, the nice thing, too, is I'm starting out with a gym that just opened. Right. So, so I like, don't our members feel, don't have any expectations. I don't feel like I'm walking into, like, this all-established gym. And it's, like, fair. a lot of pressure. And Yeah, like, when I took over for the coach that I replaced at Elevation. Because you shadowed, right? I shadowed for, like, a month. Mm-hmm. But I also just felt like... Like for a little while, I had a hard time because she was a significantly more advanced athlete than I than I am, and like she had been in 
the she went to West Point and like she played rugby for she was like a kind of semi-professional rugby. Anyway, she was like a was serious she badass. Regina George. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> she was a kind of she was pretty intense. And um so for a while I felt like I needed to like be her. Yeah. And I kind of got over that pretty quickly because I was like, there's that's physically impossible. Yeah. But it was hard to feel like I could just like be who I was rather than feeling like I had to replace her and like live up to her. Right. <clears throat> yeah, so walking into a brand new gym feels yeah. really good. And the the people are great, of course, and it's just really fun to I, I so I coached the first class was Helen, um, which was kind of funny because that which was you my, had just done, right? Mm-hmm. And Haven and I did it in under ten minutes, which was pretty fun. Mm. Oof. And uh Helen was my first wad, so it was kinda cool to oh, teach, fun. teaching yeah. the people my first workout like hey guys if you haven't done a benchmark workout this was my first too um and jessica key came which is so cool she was so sweet she's like i wouldn't miss it i'm like oh i'm gonna cry but at the same time i was like really nervous for people i knew to come to the class but i was fine with her because i knew that she like wouldn't judge me yeah i feel like (laughs) there are some people who they're like oh i should take your class and i'm like no No, don't and other people are like yeah that would be like a familiar face would be nice and i feel like Jess would be the kind of person who would, like, she's not going to be like, oh, no. I really don't like how you do that. She's like, no. that was great. Yeah, she was great. So I didn't feel any pressure. But, um, yeah, it was, I mean, it just felt natural. That's the best way to describe it. It felt really natural walking yeah. in. And just, I Good. kept thinking of um, Dave Camille's husband saying the best way to start, co- the best way to learn about coaching is just to start doing it. Yeah. So I felt really, like, there's nothing really you can, I mean, I've watched some videos, like you said, I think the CrossFit website or the YouTube channel will be yeah. really helpful, but I think that there's a lot of truth in just, there's, you're never going to be ready. You just have to start doing it totally. and then yeah, learn like, as you go. You and have of your course, own style. You have your own style and I'm learning mine and I'll yeah. get there, but I think, um, yeah, well, I just mean like yeah. anything, like no matter what, no matter what, like great tips or feedback you or like you know, what strategies you get. It's like at the end of the day, that's that person's strategy and right. it may or may not work for your brain. But I also think that there's a lot that I learned too of how to explain certain things and certain movements and um, especially during elements with the new people who are just learning how to do a push press and how to do a push jerk. And so those are the things where you're like, oh, I have to explain this. How do I explain this? And really preparing in advance is going to be helpful. So like, I know how yeah. to do a snatch, and I know the cues to do a snatch for myself, but to actually teach right. it to someone else is a whole different totally wax. Is. And I feel like it's made me a better athlete because yes. I feel like now I'm way more aware of my own movement patterns. Yeah. So let me just segue into another thing that came up for me was I have been really, really frustrated. So the coaching thing was great, and I'm excited. And I've yeah. only got like a couple classes under my belt, but I'm loving it. Love it, love it, love it. If you're in Denver, you guys come to Sloan's Lake CrossFit because I'm in. That's where I'm coaching. <laughs> um, so or come visit me because I've been co- telling you all to visit me yeah. for a year and no and like no that's not so true. I did have like two people come. You, yeah, like Jesse Gubbins. Hi so, Jesse. Hi Jesse. And and her sister Lucy, who I just love those two. Who need, they need to choose to come to Denver. They need to come to Denver again. And I had somebody else whose last name is Miller and first name is Katie. Mm-hmm. They came to visit you? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. At Elevation. So if you guys want to come visit Elevation. And real quick, if you want to do that 5K with us. Mm, Yeah. Denver 5K. The stadium stampede, I think it's Saturday, June 27th. 27th. Yeah. We posted the the link on our Facebook or you can just Google it. 
Um, we don't have a team because like, it seemed like creating a team was kind of just for fundraising purposes. And we didn't want people to feel like if they wanted to do it with us, they had to like go sure. crazy about fundraising. But if you want to do it, just sign up as an individual. And then like, if anybody's interested, we will just meet somewhere beforehand and we can all kind of run it together. And then maybe like go get brunch after or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Going back to It'll your. Be fun. Yes. Um, so I just realized, so I was working on snatches last week and it almost every single time the cue that TJ tells me is like, I'm not bringing the bar up high enough to hit my hips. Mm -hmm. So I pull from like mid thigh Yeah, and it drives me crazy. An incredibly common problem. Okay. Yeah. So I, so I was just like, I don't know why I do this and it's going to be hard to explain this on a podcast, but it's just the early pull. It's the early pull, but I will. I feel like I'm tall enough that I'm standing pretty yeah. straight up that there's no like there's not like more extension. There's to be not had. more extension to be had. So I'm like, I don't know what else to do here. So I was watching video after video after video, and when I thought I was like talking to Haven about this, I was at Sloan's Lake, um, I don't know during yeah. the week working on some lifts, and he, I was like, I think I figured it out. I'm gonna try this. So I think what happened was I'm not doing the shrug and arch. Sure. Yep. And you just bring your hips through. It just bring my hips through. So I'm going to stand up and show Claire. So if I'm like just doing it from here and I like try to do my hips, or like, it's still right here, but I was like the shrug and the yeah. kind of arch. Yeah. The, tri- the like full triple extension. The full extension. But no one ever told me to do to that. Do so it's like, I thought I, really... I had this epiphany where I was yeah. like trying it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm finally hitting my bar. And I actually like hit my pizza bun. <laughs> it hurts so bad. There is a really great warm-up that I saw on Instagram, somebody's Instagram, where in order to have people practice the triple extension, they give them a wall ball, okay. and they have them jump them in the air and throw it over their head. So it's like, so they're like... Oh, I like that. Like yeah. behind you? Like throw it... And up, actually yeah. throw it. Actually throw the, the med ball above your head and behind you so that you're like, you have to arc your back and extend your shoulders and like jump up and open up your hips. Oh. And so it, it like teaches you like, okay, this is like how aggressive triple extension should feel. And it's supposed to be aggressive, right? Totally aggressive. Like it's yeah. supposed to be pretty darn aggressive because I have not been doing that at all. Yeah. And I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll have to look that up because I just found like that, cor- yeah, that corrected that, it. Yeah. I think okay. I know who it is. So I was practicing that and we were doing snatches last week at Jay and I would not go up and wait because I'm like, I've got to get this. So, um, something else that kind of came up for me is. I just feel really strongly now about getting form even at a lower weight yeah. down to a T before you move up in weight. Yeah. And we we're supposed to get like a max snatch and I'm like, I'm staying at this weight because I really just don't, I mean, I don't have it perfect yet. <clears throat> and if I go up in weight, it's just going to have crappy form. But that was super, super helpful. And I mean, the snatch is a hard move. It is. But the thing that I always was just so frustrating to me because yeah. I'm like, I pull early all the time yeah. and I don't know how to fix it. So I was watching video after video and I'm like... Oh, okay. I see that they're doing the shrug and pull and like arching back, and I don't do that. And it's such a fast move because at the same, you're sim- simultaneously doing so pulling many that yeah. and trying to pull it under at the same time. Yeah. But anyway, I just I can't find it. I, I had to I had to uh, share that because I was super excited. I was doing it so many times at Haven's gym. Um, yeah, I don't. I can't find the video, but that it felt really good. I was like, this is something I've been working <clears throat> on for a long time. Yeah. It was just the bothering me. I always try to tell people is like. I mean, you know, you, you have more on it for, you know, a couple of years. But you know what I chopped it up to? I was like, oh, this is, I'm just too tall. <laughs> well, and like, it's, I think it's always interesting. Like, you know, I always talk about this, like the, you know, the first time we went to offshore CrossFit, we, we haven't been doing CrossFit for a super long, but maybe almost a year. 
and we were doing front squats. And like front squats, you think, okay, like once you've been coaching the front squat 10 times, like what else can you really, like what else is there to know? Yeah. And I remember we went to after CrossFit in Carlsbad um, and they gave Brandon the cue. They gave us both the cue, but for Brandon, it like really clicked of like, um, uh, like lead with your hips. Like when you're coming out of the hole, like push your hips through instead of leading with your chest. Mm. Because in the front squat so much, you're like chest up, chest up, chest up, chest up. And they were like, bring your hips through. And he PR'd his, his two rep max. Like he, we had, were doing two, uh, two rep max front squat out of the hole. So like pause front squat. Yeah. And he got PR'd it by like 10 pounds over his old one rep max. Holy cow. So it was just like this huge light bulb moment. Yeah. And it was like. We've been coaching, you know, we've been being coached in the front squat for a year. Yeah. Like, this is a, such a straightforward lift, let alone when it comes to the snatch. The snatch is so complex. And the thing I always try to tell people is, like, listen, there are people on this planet who work the snatch for hours a day. And are 10, still. hours. Yeah. And are still working on things. Yeah. And, like, when you're at, a, at in a wad, you're, if like, even if you are even working on the, the mechanics of the snatch, which hopefully you are. But, like, you're maybe working on it for a max of 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. And you're maybe doing that once or twice a week at the most. And that's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, okay, I'm not, I can't be too hard on myself because yeah. I've been doing this three times a week, give and take, for about three years. Like, because I haven't – before I was at J, I really – I was doing CrossFit, but I really right. wasn't doing a lot of barbell work. Right. I just didn't have the space for it. So, I was doing mostly, like – you know, body weight stuff. And, right, and um, it's not, you don't so, even snatch every time. You no, do. no way. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. When you think of it that way too, it's like, we really haven't been doing a lot of this at all. Cause I was kind of like, man, I was almost pissed off. I'm like, why does this take me so long to, to get I'm like, well, I don't do this every day. Yeah, and it's like, I don't work think, on lifts every day. Yeah. It's like, okay. You think maybe like if you go an average of three times a week, so you're going 12 times a month, you might snatch three of those times maybe for so like you're maybe working on snatch unless you're doing your own lifting program for like an hour to an hour and a half a month Mm -hmm. and there are people who work on snatch for three or four hours a day and they're still working on it yeah so like if you're having a hard time don't beat yourself up because like it's it's really hard people years and years to master yeah and they work on it constantly but what it made me realize too is that especially now that i'm coaching is to learn as many cues as possible and just have that in your tool belt because so many different things Different cues are going to work for different people. Yep. Even my, myself, I mean, everyone that if you hear something new, it's like, oh yeah, I can, I can picture that so much better. Yeah. Um, constantly varied. <laughs> constantly <Really>? varied cues. <laughs> totally. Well, that's good. I'm glad you liked yeah. it. I really, so, I want to come coach you out with you sometime. We should like an all Yeah, time. we will definitely do that for sure. Um, so the other thing too, is I was lifting last week with TJ and just in our class at our 530 AM class and we're, I think we're doing heavy cleans and he's like, Oh, here, put these lifting strap, straps on, or you guys should invest in some lifting straps. I'm like, what mm-hmm. the F are lifting straps? Um, oh, like the grip straps. So the ones that like wrap around your wrists and you just hold on to the bar with them. Yeah. I didn't even know that it was a thing. Yeah. I don't love those because I think that I'm not lifting heavy enough that my grip like, if my grip is limiting factor, it means my grip is weak. Not that I'm lifting really heavy. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it's kind of almost like somebody with really, really, really bad ankle mobility using lifting shoes. Where it's like, maybe actually you just need to work on your ankle mobility. And that's kind of how I feel about lifting straps. Where it's like, unless you're doing a lot of really heavy, like, unless you're the type of person who's all you're doing is lifting for, like, 90 minutes a day. And you need your grip strength to, like, subsist throughout that entire time. If you're only doing 20 minutes of lifting, 
like your grip strength should be enough that you can, or also the way I feel about people using weight belts in wads. Like in my opinion, a weightlifting belt should only be used if you're at 80% or higher and doing like five or fewer reps. Yeah. If you're doing more than that and your core is getting out, you need to go down and like, if you're doing a wad and your core is getting out, you need to go down and wait, not put on a weightlifting belt. Right. Because then what you're doing is just teaching your body or is just not focusing on the strength in your core. Right. But so anyway. But I tried them and I really liked them. And I because think they take away the need for your grip strength. But I don't know. I mean, I, I think, I don't know. I don't know what it was. It wasn't like I was, because we were pulling some pretty heavy cleans. Yeah. And so like by the end, he's like, this just saves me after so much time. And it yeah. just, he's like, just helps you so much to get it up. I'm like, yeah. Well, and it's true. It's like, what are you focusing on? So if you're you're trying to focus on the pull. Because I don't feel like my grip strength is bad. Yeah. So I don't know if it. See, I'm the opposite. Like, I feel like my grip strength limits me a lot. You talk about that too. Like the pull-ups and stuff. Yeah. But I think like, and it's one thing, like it depends on what you're working on. Because like, if you're really working on like the shrug. Yeah. You know, like then you need to focus on the shrug, not let your grip strength be the limiter. Yeah. But like, if you're just focusing on like PRing your clean, then like you need to have that grip strength. Right. Yeah. No, that's true. Um, and then I posted about my new lifting belt. So I got, yeah. I actually bought a pair of lifting straps just cause I was like, they're like $7. They're yeah. super cheap. And then I asked TJ, I'm like, what's a good I mean, I'm not belt? like judging you for using lifting straps. <laughs> I'm just saying that like, I don't like, I think that the, there's a time and place for them and it's not necessarily it's like a like, lifting belt though. It's totally. like a lifting belt. But that's belt. what I mean is it's like, yeah. there's a time and place totally. and it's, but it's not necessarily all the time for every lift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I use lifting belts when we're Plus, doing one of our maxes for sure. Lifting straps are really hard to get on. Yeah. Like they're not they're easy. Yeah. So, uh, he was like, Oh, you should get this one and four inches low profile because I guess it, it weightlifting matches. If you have something bigger, it can, I don't know. It's like against the rules to have like a bigger weightlifting belt. So I was like, okay, fine. But I was talking to him about it. He's like, if you think about it this morning, I use it and I was super excited because it felt really, really good. Yeah. Excuse me. As you guys know, back squats are like the scariest thing for me since I got injured two years ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm finally building my confidence back with it. And um, I was always just borrowing lifting belts because I was like, eh, I'm yeah. never going to really lift that heavy. Well, finally got one. And this one felt so, it felt like a hug around my yeah. midsection. The thing I like about lifting it was, belts, like we have, I think, the same Because it fit perfect. One. Yeah, it fit right. I think we have the same one. It, it just like... Almost in a way, just rem- is like a reminder. Yeah. Like when I worked out with Leah West that one day, she mm-hmm. was had a bunch of KT tape on her back, and I was like, "Does that really help? Like support you?" And she was like, "Yeah, it kind of does." But the biggest thing it does is it it like reminds me if I feel the tape pulling, that means my core isn't tight, mm. and that means my back isn't straight. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I like about the weightlifting belt is because it, re- it reminds me like, oh, I need to put, I need to tighten my abs so that I feel that tension. Well, TJ, because I was asking him why the low profile belt and he's like, well, if it's, if it's too big, what yeah. will happen is it'll push against your rib cage yeah. and you can't push against with your core. Totally. And it's just pushing against with your rib cage and you're not really effectively using your core. And yeah, that, I mean, there's all these like fancy lifting belts out there and there's like fun ones with like leopard print and hearts and stars on it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, those are cute. But then he's like, you just need to get this. And it's cheaper. It. it was like 20 bucks. Yeah. And it feels so good. So um, I was pretty pumped about that because I tried that on back squats today. I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel amazing. And I I know there's kind of like this 
camp of like, oh, don't rely on a lifting boat. But like you said, like if it's over 80, if it's 80% or higher, yeah, you should probably be using one. And, and yeah, it is a good reminder because you're it pushing. Can be, because it can be a good tool. You're not pushing front to back. You're pushing out. And yeah. I can completely feel. Actually, you're my, like a tension. My abs are sore this afternoon just from using the lifting belt. Like, because yeah. I was pushing so hard against it. So I'm like, yay, that, it worked. <laughs> it felt really good. So I was pretty pumped about that. Yay. I feel like I'm just in this mode of CrossFit right now. I'm like having all these epiphanies and learning new things every day. I know. I feel like, like you're in like CrossFit, like the, the CrossFit golden hour right now. I am. <laughs> like there's all these things I've been learning and like, that's I don't know. There's like a newness to it. Yeah. Of, uh, I mean, that's the beauty of it, right? Like you're always learning something. Yeah. Always working on something. Yep. So, um, so. did you, oh, this was so funny. I did I ever tell you about TJ's breathing plan? I thought that was really his was, breathing yeah. plan. No. Well, you'll laugh at this. I totally forgot to tell you this story because, um, you know how in CrossFit we we like, especially during the open, we're like, we're gonna do this and we're gonna do we're gonna pace it this way, yeah. And you're gonna do ten reps and you're gonna like you yeah, do you as like have much. Like a plan. You do as much planning as you can, and then yeah. the moment you start, it all goes to crap. Oh, totally, yep. And you're, you're like, like, what? What was I thinking that I could get 10th resistance in a row? And Like, after, like, three, you're like, nope. Yeah. The wheels and, come off. And yep. then, or, like, the time, the last wad where I was like, what rep am I on? Yeah. <laughs> and so. Where am I? Where am I? Maybe it smell like meat. <laughs> <laughs> so afterwards, I was talking to TJ, and he's like, oh, yeah, and TJ the head coach at our gym so I thought this was hilarious coming from him but he was like he was like yeah I had this whole breathing plan especially for 15.5 because you know how they said it was just such a gasser with like rowing and thrusters and so TJ's like oh yeah he was being dead serious I have I had this whole breathing plan where it's like two out one in or like whatever (laughs) and he's like in the second it started I was just like (gasps) yeah Like, that's this such a crossfitter though to be like okay we're gonna do this we're gonna yeah. do that and the second you start it's like i don't even know the plan is <laughs> yeah. to have no plan right the plan is to not die never have a plan oh my goodness yeah. um yeah no i we did cindy today at elevation and i mm-hmm. basically was like so the thing i've 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 used the ipad or the iphone analogy on that podcast for right where like one of my things i say in coaching is i yeah i think i i think i might tell this to leah where I'm like the um, one of the things I say in coaching a lot is like okay, like don't let yourself get to muscle fatigue. I'm like think about your iPhone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah like the if battery. Right. If like your iPhone battery dies yeah. and you plug it back in, you have to wait like five minutes for turn back on. Yeah. But if you can plug it in at two percent, you get to keep using it. And so today during Cindy, I was like the only thing I strategy I have for you is like just don't burn out. Yeah. And other than that, just like it's twenty minutes. Like it's gonna feel a lot yeah. longer. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was texting Maddie from Mad Wellness before 15.5 started, mm-hmm. like 10 minutes before I was supposed to go. And I'm like, Maddie, I'm going in 10 minutes. I'm so scared for the row because I'm just I, rowing. Is you were like still. a panic attack that day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You were texting me all day like just like hashtag pancake, oh. hashtag mental stuff fortitude. I was like, yeah. Joy, you need to calm that. Yeah. I know. That's the open. It's hard. <laughs> Never forget. It's hard to remember that it was like that intense. Yeah. Um. And she's like, if all else fails, just breathe. Like, yeah, she's like, don't worry about it. If all else fails, just breathe. Just pull. Yeah. Just, just breathe pull. and pull. Did you uh, see my would you rather post? Yes, I did. It was very cute. The one I didn't get was like, would you rather, 
Let me look at it. Because there was one where I was like, what? <laughs> but the rest of them I really thought were cute. <laughs> Uh, the one well, I didn't because you were gone, and I'm like, okay, I need to look I at firemen to... or police officers. Yeah, like just, like, just look, look at, at them. Just look at them. Oh, I was like, look at firemen or what? Like, okay. what is what is what is so hard to get about that? You're just I, staring I just, at them. No, I get now. I get it when you say that, but I was like, I thought it, I thought you might, might have meant to write like look like a fireman or a police oh, officer, and I was like, no, that doesn't make any sense. Just look at them. Who's Dave Grohl? <gasps> what? Oh no! This is oh, like Pat Benatar. <laughs> this is like the time I didn't know that Pat Benatar was the guy. Okay, okay, you guys, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, you know something's coming. Is this? Ugh. Is he about to play a song? Yes. Okay, I cannot believe. I'm so mad at you that you don't know who Dave Roll is. Okay, all of you guys. In my defense. No, in no one's defense. No, let me. I'm going to give you my defense. He's one of the best musicians out there. Okay, no, he's here's, a Nirvana. Like, okay, what? who are you? Here's people? my defense because I had this conversation with someone tonight at CrossFit when they were like, we're, the song um, "Hit Me with Your Best Shot" came on, and she was like, "Do you know who this is?" <laughs> and uh, the Spice Girls. Oh my God, it's like you're a Martian. Um, and I was like, okay, in my defense, it's not. A generational thing. I don't know who sings songs that are popular now. Like, I might know all the words to a song, but I will have no idea what the song is called or who it's by. And this is, like, a consistent theme in my life. This is not just because I think, like, songs and artists are older. Like, I listened to a song today, and it was Kelly Clarkson, and they said it afterwards, but I was like, oh, my gosh, is that Katy Perry? Okay, okay, fair enough. Okay, this is my favorite. Oh, of course I know this song. I should know it's him. Yeah, okay, I know who that is. Alright, that's it. <laughs> I know I know that song. But um, you said he's did written you... like a bazillion. Okay, okay. I believe I, you. Don't even get me started. You guys just need to Google him and know him, but it's I was not so they, I don't it, because I thought, here's the other thing. It's like Dave Castro. So out of in my mind is like Dave Grohl must be like a CrossFit guy. No. Because like <laughs> otherwise, why would those things make any sense? Because I did this, Claire. Yeah, like, that's true. <laughs> What, what I, were your answers? I, okay, I, I can't believe you're seeing Taylor Swift in concert without uh, me. I know. I'm going by myself. Because <laughs> their tickets are like $500. I didn't pay that, by the way. Oh, my gosh. I found... Okay, I'm going like fifth row. <laughs> I found a ticket really cheap. Oh, my gosh. Because there's only one. <laughs> you have to wear like a real-time GoPro so I can like live stream from so the was, house. Okay. This is... Oh. I'm so ashamed to talk about this right now. So she has tea parties after her concert. How I know this, I watched like a documentary about her. Oh my God. This is so embarrassing. But she has tea parties after every concert. And so like when you go, you're supposed to have like a sign. It's like, let me come to your tea party. Yeah. Like tea party. And then like people, like her crew will go around. Will come like find you. And give you a pass to go to the tea party afterwards. And if that happens to you, I'm crashing. I'm like, like I'm gate crashing. Yeah, and so I feel like I need to bring a sign and be like, <laughs> oh my gosh. You should be like, I brought tea. <laughs> I know the owners. I know the owners. <laughs> I know John Hayes. Yeah. He, he, invented, he invented toaster strudels. <laughs> he told me to invite me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I feel like I need to bring a sign and be like, I came here by myself. <laughs> I, I abandoned all my friends. <laughs> they all hate me. <laughs> that won't be creepy at all. Yeah, I'm so excited. Oh my goodness. So that's like four days before my birthday. That's amazing. Um, okay, so my so answer jealous. was T Swift. Uh, let's see, Regina. 
Really? You'd rather see Taylor Swift front row than Madonna? Well, okay. This is where it's not fair. I... <laughs> I've seen Madonna, uh-huh. but I don't, and everyone kind of wrote their answers in regards to like what they've already done before. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's kind of not really fair. But I think I was in the mode of like, I just got tickets to T-Swift. Yeah. So oh, I mean, I love like Taylor Swift. But I don't because, know, man. I, I, I feel like a Madonna show front row, like she's got to have that gig dialed by now. Like I feel like a Madonna show would be amazing. It's pretty amazing. But I but saw I also, it from like nosebleeds and. But I also love Taylor Swift so much. I know. That's really mm-hmm. hard. Obviously, so, I'd rather be Regina George, mm-hmm. but before before her fall from power. Before her fall from power. Yeah. I would absolutely love to see. I just want to be in her room. I just want to drive her silver Lexus. Yeah, me too. I was <laughs> All I could think of was when I was picking the answer was, get in, losers. Yeah. Like shopping. That'd be great. Uh, Zipline, because I can't even fathom going skydiving. I don't know. I've been ziplining, and it's pretty fun, but I would, I would go skydiving. No way. No way. Um, obviously. I would rather. Oh, No. It scares me so no, bad. No, I could I would go skydiving. But Ish. I've I also would go ziplining. I think ziplining is fun. Zipline, so, yeah, we went ziplining in Hawaii last yeah. year and it was amazing. Eat mac and cheese for a month straight or be on the 21 day sugar detox diet. Why how is people, that even a question? Um, because there's no way I would eat mac and cheese for a month. No way. Oh. If it was that or go on the 21 day sugar detox? Yeah. I would absolutely do the detox. No. Yeah. And a lot of people got mad at me. Like, there's a lot of people who it was really. It's really funny how people like get all yeah, passionate. Like, like me someone, right now. Yeah, like you. Someone posted like, "How is that even a question?" And like, twenty people liked it. <laughs> I agree. How is that even like? Why would you choose to not eat anything oh, except for like no a green apple uh-uh. when you could be eating mac and cheese? No, nope. there are so many varieties of mac and cheese. No, I would. No way. I know. Yeah. This is where we differ. This You're is why. This is why I wrote the "Would You Rather." Yes. Yeah. Because there's people actually that agreed with me. All of you people no. who can't eat dairy appreciate. I my am lactose intolerant, and I would still rather do that because the the misery of only being able to eat dairy for thir- for no. a month would outweigh or would no. be outweighed by the misery of having to be on a 21 day sugar detox. No. I would like to remind you the last time I tried the 21 day sugar detox, I had a nervous. I had like three nervous breakdowns like you ten did. days in. I'm. I am. It I, gave me. I acne. feel very. <laughs> I feel very strongly about this. Yeah. No. Mac yeah. and cheese. Wear skinny jean overalls yeah, they're or hammer pain. pants. Obviously, hammer pants. I would actually wear their overalls. Girl, that's because yeah, because J Crew has them now and they're kind of cute. Hammer pants would be way more. Someone wrote something about hammer pants with cats on them, which would be amazing. Yes, I mean, like wear them to what though? Like just in general, have them in your closet. Yeah, I, th- I was gonna go further with that, but yeah. I just wanted to see where people would go with it. <laughs> Sleep for ten hours straight every night, or be one of those people who claim to only need five hours of sleep. Clearly sleep for 10 hours straight. Sleeping is my second favorite thing after eating. I know. I think, what did I put? I would be the Martha Stewart schedule for sure. Yeah, no. Like if I only knew that much, I'd be like. That's not, that's impossible. I, I like log 20,000 steps on this thing just by walking around. Like. <laughs> At work? Yeah. Because I'm just in around the house. Joy is brandishing her jawbone in case you're wondering what the heck she's talking about. Uh, no, 10 that I would sleep. Um, I do sleep a lot. 10 hours, maybe not 10 hours, but yeah. I also, if like, I wish I had 10 hours of, like, I wish I had that time. Yeah. Well, like, my like, sleep number bed says that. Oh my God, your sleep number bed. I'm sleeping very well. Does it track your sleep? Yes. Look, oh I'll God. show you really quick. This will take People two seconds. People are like taking over the world. I know. Look at People firemen or police it? officers. Hold on. Firemen, Oops, probably. Sorry. So it does this cute little... Hold on. I believe you. I'm trying to continue I know. the conversation. Hold on. Look, I don't have to wait. Look at that. Okay. Very cute. Yeah. I'm in the green for You're two hilarious. weeks. 
All right, hang ahead. out. Look at firemen or police officers. Firemen, because police officers don't have to be in shape. Neither do firemen. But they are. They kind of do. So and Scott from younger. the Wadcast wrote on this, and he he's a police officer. Oh. So he felt very strongly about this. He commented on this? Yeah. Oh, because he tagged them. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, police, duh, they protect the firemen, which I dated a fireman. <laughs> and I remember the there was a huge, there's always this like, oh, and I did, I've dated a fireman and I went on ride-alongs and they always have this thing of like the rivalry and police officers would always yeah. say, well, we protect the firemen. I like how he says, how his answer said mac and cheese for the gains. Scott? Yeah. Yeah, the podcast. And he says, everything Marks the Stewart does is good for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. And then hang out with the guys in Barbell Shark or Wadcast. I said Wadcast because I'm afraid of Armin. And I just, like, want him to be my friend. So I'm, like, trying to get his approval. (laughs) Yeah. I don't have a strong opinion either way. I think I would like to hang out with either of them. I do want to hang out with Barbell Shark just because I want a a hug from Chris. He looks really cuddly. He feels like such a... Or he feels... (laughs) He touched. That's awkward. Sorry, guys. <laughs> he just looks like someone I just would want to hug. Like, get a big bear hug from. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like... Yeah, I don't But not know. in, like, a creepy way. Just, like, a nice, right. friendly hug. Right, like, he looks hug. like a guy who would be, like, <laughs> yeah. a good hugger. Yeah. Uh, I hope he listens to this and I'm like... But you're not like, a hugger. No, so. that, exactly. So that does not weigh into my decision whatsoever. Terrifies you. I feel like... I have no idea. I feel like the Wadcast guys seem a little bit more, like, down to earth. But... Uh, and... Only because I feel like the barbell shark guys are really intense. And I'm not, like, I'm not an intense person. Mm. Like, Mike Bledsoe seems like the most intense person on the Really? Planet. I don't get that at all. Like, it seems like he takes everything super seriously, which, like, isn't a bad thing. But part of me wants to be like, chill out. Well, if they're listening, they're going to be pissed at us, right? <laughs> Whatever. They're, first of all, they're not listening. No, they're not. And second of all... I don't think he takes them seriously He at seems all. like he does. I don't know. He seems like no. a serious dude. No. Like he's always posting things like... Have you listened like, to the podcast? Well, Have yeah. you heard Eddie Ift? He scares the bejesus out That's of me. That's really funny. Like, Eddie Ift, I would walk the other way if I saw him in the street, because he'd probably, like... I like the one time they asked, like, they were like, would you rather be a fighter or a crossfitter? And I was like, you guys have a very different audience than we do. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. There's times when I'm listening to them, I'm like, this is why we have a podcast for women. Yeah. Because there's no way we would ask this question. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh, Especially when they do interviews. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I'm that's it's not different. I'm not a man. I would not have gone there. I don't have a penis. <laughs> All right. Uh speaking of not being a man, let's talk about body image. <laughs> okay, that's not fair. Men have body image issues too. They do. But so I posted this like dove commercial and it seemed a little gimmicky to me, even for Dove. And Dove is like real gimmicky in my opinion. But I did end up really liking at the end when they, like, interviewed the women. Okay, so here's the premise of the video in case you missed it. It's on our Facebook. At a bunch of different shopping centers or a few different shopping centers around the world, they had one in, like, I think they had one in, like, New York, L.A., Tokyo, London, Spain, somewhere. They put up signs on the doors and, like, one sign, one door said average and one door said beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the women had – well, and so did the men, I imagine – had to choose uh, – now I'm scratching my nose in that one. Joy was just taking a selfie, and I like did a thumbs up, and then I went to scratch my nose. There we go. Um, the selfie pause. The selfie pause. Anyway, they have to. It's like they have to decide which door to walk through if they want to like walk through the average door or the beautiful door. And then I imagine they would like 
there's a hidden camera and then they like bombard them probably once they walk in they're like can we talk to you about your choice but anyway they interviewed the women and I just liked I ended up liking what the women had to say because a lot of them were like I walked through the average door but if I had to do it again I would make another choice yeah. and like I like that where they were like if I would if I had a, if I could do it again yeah, I like, would walk through a different door like I've been thinking yeah, yeah. Like, I'm gonna think about this and like worry about it for days and like um I realized that you know I just like that's my default is to go through the average door but like if I really think about it like that's not you know like deep down like that's not how I feel about myself and at the end the last quote which I really liked was like um like beautiful is such a great word why not see what's on the other side yeah yeah anyway so I really liked that and I, I liked it, it was, too I thought it was interesting because I thought that one of the women walked through the beautiful door and she was like, I walk through the average door every day, mm-hmm. but today was a good day. And so I decided to walk through the beautiful door. And that kind of like the way she phrased that made me think like, you know, like what, you know, like, do you like what door, quote unquote door, like, do you walk through? Like, you know, we talked like with Maddie about, excuse me, our perceptions about ourselves where it's like, I walk into the gym and I'm like, I'm okay at this. Yes. But like how, how would it differ if I walked in and I was like, you know what? I'm good at this. How she was talking about going from an eight for a 10. Yeah. Where she's like, I'm an eight. And then someone's like, uh, why aren't you telling yourself you're a 10? Right. Or like at, in school, you know, if I went in and was like, oh, I'm, is that, this is going to be hard for me because I'm not, I didn't take property law. What if I went in and was like, you know what? I understand this. This is fine. Like I totally picked it up. You know, like Absolutely. how would, how would just that mindset like change the reality of the situation? And so, like, kind of made me think, you know, I think a lot of people think to themselves, like, I'm fine. Like, the thing about you is, like, I'm fine with being average. Yeah. And, but, like, why are you fine with that? hmm You mm-hmm. know, like, is it because you feel like you're going to be boisterous if you... Exactly. It's like are, the whole dim your light thing. Or yeah. dimming your light for other people. Yeah. And, or you're just, your self-esteem is such that you're feeling like, well, I'm just not, I'm never going to be that. And, yeah, and, and it drives you nuts to be able to justify it. And they're like, and that's fine with me. I feel good about that. Right, and it's and like. And you're like, you don't have to feel good about no. that. Like, that's not something to be, like. It sounds like you're settling. Yeah, you're, it sounds like you're totally settling. And, like, there's one thing to have realistic expectations for yourself. But it's also another thing to to think, like, this is all I'm ever going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, it's different from being, a, I think a lot of people mistake esteem with narcissism yeah and but thinking you're beautiful is does not mean you're full of yourself i hear that all the time with I, people i see in counseling every day where i ask i have to ask this question all the time like how's your self-esteem yeah and they're like uh, do you okay. just point blank ask them that? oh yeah no i feel like if somebody asked me that i would be like really caught off guard no i ask that all the time like how do you feel about yourself because how you feel about yourself has so much to do with how you navigate the world totally so it's just it's one of the questions I always ask because I'm like, it tells me so much about the person in yeah. 10 seconds. Um, so how would you answer that question? Me? Yeah. I think I have a pretty decent self-esteem. Like, I wouldn't say, I'm like, I'm Tony Robbins. I love everything and I love the world. But <laughs> I'm so loud. I, I feel like it's pretty darn decent to where when I... But do you feel like but, pretty darn decent is like... No. So okay. let, me, let me have like a little asterisk. Yes. And... Answering that question, automatically what comes up for me is, well, if I say, I love myself. Is that cheesy? Mm, no. Is it more um, egotistical? Yeah. 
to be like, I am amazing. I feel great about I feel, everything I do. I am just so happy and I'm pretty darn wonderful. So there's a part of me that feels insecure saying, I well, first of all, it doesn't feel good to be like, no, I'm amazing and awesome because there is a part of me that I struggle with image. I struggle with, you know, saying the right thing, doing the yeah. right thing, everything everyone else struggles with. But the reaction I had to watching the dove thing yeah. was I was like, I would totally walk through the beautiful door. Yeah. Because I was like, fuck it. Yeah. I just like, like, do this, do the thing. Yeah. And so that was like my reaction. But answering that question is less comfortable, less comfortable. Because I can, I can totally put on a show. Sure. I can put on a show of like. You can be the person you like, Woo! I got this. I got my glitter eyeliner on. Totally. Yeah. And then I'm like on the bathroom floor behind closed doors crying. No, I'm kidding. I'm not at all. <laughs> so Taylor Swift music video of you. <laughs> um, no, I know what you mean. It's like you like can put on this front of like, I'm totally like, I'm confident. I got this. And then like you're at home and you're being like, oh my gosh, that person told me I was an idiot when I said yeah. that. Or like, yeah. oh my gosh, I, sh- I totally should. Like I get that sometimes like in class, I'll say something. And the professor will be like, well, yeah, but does anyone else have another idea of what the answer might be? You know, basically being like, Wrong I don't answer. Want, yeah, basically yeah. being like, I don't want to discourage you because I know you're trying, but that wasn't what I was looking for. Right. And like later on that day, I'll be like, oh my gosh, like I'll be thinking about it. I'll be like, I shouldn't raise my hand. I shouldn't have said anything. Like, oh my gosh, now everyone thinks I'm stupid. And like, everybody knows that I didn't take contract. <laughs> like, you know, and it's like, all of that. And like, no one else on the planet, everyone else forgot it as soon as I said it. Totally. Haven't you heard that study that people don't think of other people more than three minutes? Yeah. So it's like, right. if, if, if that. So uh, I think I've told this story. Like I, when I was in college, I had, I was a hostess at this like really pretty nice French restaurant in Boulder called Brasserie 1010. Mm-hmm. So it's like owned by the same people who own the med. It's right across the street from the med. Mm-hmm. And there was like two or three times where I picked up a shift as a food runner, which is basically like the person who's not your waitress that brings your food to yeah. your table. Yeah. And since it was a nice restaurant, there were like you were only allowed to serve with your right hand and you had to like hold everything with one hand. You couldn't hold with two hands and you had to serve from the right side, blah, blah, blah. And one time this guy got a booyah base. Yeah. Which was really heavy. And I was like really, my arms were, my hand, my wrists in general, like overall were very weak. Mm-hmm. And I was bringing it to the table and I, you could hold it with two hands as you walked across the restaurant, like kind of support it. Yeah. But then when you started, you had to start with one hand you and I sur- spilled it on him. Oh. And he, he had a, I mean, it just sort of sloshed a little bit. He had a napkin in his lap. He yeah. was totally fine. I was so apologetic. We like gave him free dessert. Everything was totally fine. And I, to this day, think about that and get embarrassed. No. Like, I was, like, 19 when this happened. Really? Yeah. This, this was, like, eight years ago. And I to this day, I'm, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I must have thought I was a total, like, oh. like that I totally effed up. Right? Yeah. But, like, I am sure that he forgot about it as soon as he left the restaurant. Yeah. I'm sure he isn't sitting there at home no. tonight thinking, like, no way. oh, my gosh. This, Remember this, that girl? like, young girl spilled slosh soup on my lap once yeah. in no. 2009. You uh-huh. know, like, but I, like, totally still think about it all the time. That is really funny. Yeah. And I I feel like people have things like that. Like, where you, like, Absolutely. And you're, like, Whenever oh you gosh. have, like, a strong emotion, yeah. you're going to remember that. But I remember the first time in my life I ever felt embarrassed. Mm. Ever. I was, like, so tiny that I don't remember how old I was. And we were in somewhere public. I was most of wanting to know. And I went up to another person and I hugged their legs and neither my mom. And I was, like, a tiny toddler. I think we've like, all done that. I'm sure that they were, the like, oh, my gosh, you're so thing. cute. And it was the first time that I, like, I think it was because it was the first time I ever felt that. Yeah. I have, like, that's probably one of my first memories. Wow. Like, right? Yeah. 
so so bizarre. But it's really funny how we we attach to that, and that becomes our story. Right. I think that's a lot of like what Maddie was saying too. Like, why why is that your story? And um, well, even just the example of like being the food, you know, like delivering food. It's like I in those other couple shifts delivered dozens of meals, no problem. And I don't remember them. Well, it's like Brene Brown's talk where she, if you guys haven't listened to Brene Brown's TED talk, you have to Google that immediately. B-R-E-N-E Brown. And she talks about how the, you know, you're on a, you're listening to your boss give you your performance review and you see all the great things that you do. Yeah. And And then the one, the one one area of improvement and you're like, ugh. Yeah. So we, we just latch on to those things. Yeah, but it's weird. Now I'm stuck on when you ask me, like, how's my self-esteem? Because I'm like, that's a really – like, it definitely it definitely could use some work, but yeah. I don't feel like it's bad at all. Yeah. I think I could definitely be more – like, there's areas of my life where I know I'll settle. I'm like, yeah, yeah. this is as good as it's going to get. And I'm like, why do I do that? Like, like why? Why do we- – um, that's a good question. Like you're putting me on the spot. Yeah. Maybe like education. Like I think about getting my PhD, yeah. but I'm like, maybe, I don't know if that's like a settling thing or if it's just a, I'm tired. Yeah. Or like, like we don't have the resources. I'm and... old. No. <laughs> I'll do that a lot though. Cause I'll, I do that a lot to myself. That's actually one area of my life where I could be better or I think I'm too old. So I'm like, I'm 37. Like, eh, I'm like sleigh ride to 40. <laughs> Um, then my life is over. Like I do that. I mean, I don't, I've yeah. never been big on age or worried about age at all, but I noticed myself doing that. Like mm, my life's pretty good. I, I don't have any areas where I'm like seriously thinking like, well, I'm just change. giving up that dream. But yeah. there's a lot where I'm, I notice all like, but you could like, you could push it to the next level definitely. and you just aren't motivated. Yeah. It's weird. I feel like my self-esteem has changed a lot in the last year and a lot in the last couple of months because I feel like my identity has really changed. Mm-hmm. And so along with that, like my sense of identity, like what like labels I label myself with has really changed. And so with that has really changed of like the way that I like rank myself, I guess, in a way, mm-hmm. you know, so it's like, instead of being like, well, I'm a really good writer and I'm pretty good at CrossFit and, you know, like all it's like now I'm like, well, I'm a okay student and I'm not really doing CrossFit that much. And like, I'm, I think I'm okay at coaching and, you know, it's like there are new categories. And so I'm still trying to figure out like how I feel like I fit in those categories. And so in that sense, like, I feel like my self-esteem is sort of like not super defined right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like my self-identity is not super defined right now. Yeah. And it makes me think a lot about like my 20s into my 30s of how much, even into mid 30s, how much I cared about what other people did think. Yeah. And I'm by no means over that, but I feel like I've so much let go of what people think of me. Yeah. And that has been a huge relief and release because I would spend way too many days thinking like, oh, what did I do? What did I say? Right. Um, and then also just like life goals. I feel like twenties, thirties too, were constantly tr- going towards like getting married, getting a dream job, finishing your degrees, blah, blah, right. blah. It's very, and like, so now you're like, like, like there's life. a little bit of like settle where I, I'm, I think I'm confusing, well, I think I'm confusing like the lack of goals with I'm settling and I'm not yeah. sure if that's the, I don't think that's the problem. 
Right. Because I'm pretty happy. Like, I'm pretty content. But then there's also, like, I miss having very clear goals and dreams because I used to have them all the time. Like, yeah. I would have pretty, like, big things, milestones to reach. And I haven't had that in a while. But I'm also, like, pretty happy with where I'm at and what well, I'm doing. I, you, do, you follow Humans of New York, right? On Facebook? So, oh, yeah. Humans of New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what well, they had a... A guy, a couple, maybe like last week or the week before. You guys, if you don't follow him, follow Humans in New York on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, it's, it's this photographer who just walks around New York and like takes pictures of people and gets their life stories. So great. It's amazing. Anyway, just random people. And uh, one of the guys he talks to was, had done the seven summits. So the highest summit on all seven continents. And he was talking about how he used to be very, very goal-oriented and he's not goal-oriented anymore. And at first I read that and I was like well, that's too bad, like, that you lost your goal orientation. But then, like, the more I read it and the more he explained it, it was, like, if all you have in mind is this goal, you lose out on everything that goes into getting to that goal. Right. And you totally ignore it. And then if you don't reach that goal, you feel like a failure, but you ignore all the things, all, like, the benefit and the advantages and the, you know, like, great things that came out of preparing or working yeah. towards that goal. The journey and the destination. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So. I'm reading, I'm rereading slash audiobook listening, which by the way, Scott claims is not really reading. <laughs> so I was all excited because I thought I finally had hacked away into reading. I think it's better than nothing though. Thank you. Yeah. I think, I think so. I think it's like Scott. your, your mind still engages in totally. the same way as like, I love being read to. I do too. Yeah. It feels like a nice little yeah. treat. Totally. So Scott's like, the other day I was like, yeah, I read Tina Fey's book. He's like, did you read it or did you listen to it? And I was like, okay. He's such a, he's such an indie, like elitist that it's. He's kind of a hipster in that way. Totally hipster. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's not in its organic form. Like I listen like, to vinyl. You, like, are you looking, are you reading on a Kindle? Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> it's like reading, reading from golden plates. I'm sorry. <laughs> So. <laughs> was that a Mormon reference? It was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't let it go. <laughs> so, um, um, I don't even know. What, oh, I'm reading. So I'm reading Andre Agassi's biography because I'm like obsessed with biographies. Anyone's life story, I want to hear it. So his biography. Have you? Ever, do you know anything about him? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and assume that I never know who you're talking about. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. <laughs> I have, like, my head in my hands, and I can't who even... Who is it? Hold on, I'll Google him. Oh, my God. I should just start Googling people as soon as you say their names, so that I don't have to put you uh, through this. How many times do I have to have a reaction to Claire not knowing someone? Andre Agassi is a tennis player. Oh, like, I would know that. A professional tennis player. Who follows professional tennis? Okay, well, okay. <laughs> so... I just okay, want, I, I don't feel bad that I don't Okay, know. I was I was curious about his story and he was big in the 90s, so I just remember in high school like he was a huge deal and he was married to Brooke Shields and blah blah. So I was reading his his biography and he was talking about how he's won all these trophies and the Open, the French Open, Wimbledon and the best in the world and he's like I'm completely empty. Like I and you hear about this all the time, like people yeah. who like win Oscars and win these great awards who are empty on inside mm -hmm. the interesting thing about him too is he hates tennis <laughs> like hates it and there's a it's story like behind it it's like how robert but... pattinson hates twilight oh I didn't, I didn't know that yeah he hates twilight like probably more than anyone else hates twilight the guy who played the main character in twilight really hates twilight that's interesting yeah anyway 
So he hates tennis. Anyway, the point being is there's there's that cliche of like outside stuff is not going to fill you up, but really looking at goals and thinking, is this going to, is this something that's going to like feel like fill up a hole inside of me or just add to my life and feel good because I've accomplished it. And I don't know. I think that's a fine line. I think we could talk like five more hours about that, but I just thought that was really interesting listening to him because I'm like, he's like the best in the world. He worked his butt off. Hates tennis and he's absolutely miserable because he doesn't care about winning all these awards and but yet you dedicate dedicate your whole life to the sport right and, and I don't you know. don't care it's like you hear the same with football players or people I think you who, hear the same with people who are like stockbrokers yeah. and who are entrepreneurs and you know and they like wake up one day and they're sixty five years old and they've made a True. million dollars and they've never had a fulfilling day in their life yeah. I don't know. So the moral of the story is live like you were dying. Oh my god, that is not the moral of the story. I do not endorse that moral. <laughs> <laughs> I have like the worst voice. I don't know why I sing all the time because I cannot stand to hear oh my myself God. singing. Yeah. But yet I just need to sing. <laughs> I don't know. That's just, Joy, don't tell yourself you have a bad voice. Oh, I love myself. Walk through the good voice door, Joy. <laughs> I'm anyway. so beautiful. <laughs> I'm beautiful. Who throws a shoe? Oh, wait, is that from Mean Girls? Mean Girls. Wait, he's Damien sings on oh. the talent show. No matter what they say. And then he's like, he does like the chest. Pound. And then he picks up the shoe and yeah, throws it back. <laughs> oh. Don't look at me. That's the best. And I could, okay. Did you? Oh, mean Girls applies to everything. I know. But when he says, don't look at me, did you ever take that shot of Tina Fey when she's like playing yeah. the piano? And, and she like, doesn't, and she looks away. <laughs> I never understood if that was intentional. It, I totally was. Okay. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Oh my gosh. The best. <laughs> the greatest. Okay. We're going to end this yeah. now. Yeah. You guys have had way. I mean, this is one of those episodes where I'm like, if we have listeners still, <laughs> I applaud you. Yeah. There's been a lot of clapping this episode. I always like cringe when Joy class. It's going to be so loud. It's really like my hot. headphones. The last week was really loud and I apologize. <laughs> Just a lot of laughter. It was all about the donut blue balls. Oh, my God. Oh, don't even get me started. (sighs) All right, guys. Have a great week. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.